Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When I write y'all, all across the USC, Compton, Watts, Bay to LA, Pomona, California, from valley to valley, we represent that killer Cali. So if you keeping it real on your side of your town, you tune in to Gangsta Chronicles. Gangsta Chronicles, we gon' tell you how it goes. Uh, if I lie, my nose will grow like Pinocchio. We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real MCA, Big James, and Big Stills. This is strictly from the streets. Hello. Where are you at? This is OG Gangster Granny, and the Gangster Chronicles podcast is back in effect. Get ready for some of that G shit and blaze up some Warner Mara. We'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. And I'm with my niggas. Big J. Yeah. And today, man, we got a special guest, man. He's one of my favorite artists, man, just because he reminds me of our era. Like, when I first saw dude, he had a jerry curl. Like, like a real jerry curl. You still got your jerry curl, don't you? Yeah, I still got it. Just yeah, he had a jerry curl. still up under there. You yeah. know what I mean? Just got to pull these braids out. Yeah. Add some water. That's, you know what I mean? And we good. And I was fucking with that because I said, man, this nigga is like... Because when you look at East... East Coast rap, they have pride on what, you know, what they did. They, they ain't gonna never let you forget that shit that happened 30 years ago, 50 years ago. And this nigga actually came out just representing the West Coast so hard. I was like, damn, who was this nigga? So I was on to his imagery before I'd even heard a song. And that's Jeep Eagle. Yes, sir. What's happening sure. with you, Blair? Oh, shit, man. I'm cooling. 
Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I want to ask you, man. Was that show like purpose, man? When you first dropped to say, you know what, man, I'm gonna kind of pay homage and I'm just gonna do a super West Coast. Yeah, I'm I'm just like a diehard LA nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I grew up around that shit. Like my big homies had curls. Like, and a a, a lot of people be getting it like confused. Like, all right, you trying to do the Easy E or the DJ Quick? But what they fail to realize is that's some LA shit. Like, I didn't get it. Them legends, with all due respect, but I didn't get it from them. I got it from niggas like my homie Lil Roach. You know what I'm saying? My homie Boney Rock had the curl. And I used to want to be like them. You know what I mean? So, um... Yeah, I didn't have no curl because uh, niggas was rapping and that was that was like hood shit. Right? Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? And then it still, it wasn't like when I was young, it was already out of style. But these niggas had them still and they was fly. Like, my homie Lil Roach, like, I used to pattern everything I do. I used to watch him, like, to the T and copy everything that he did. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be just like him. So that's really where I, you know, got it from. That shit dope as hell, man. And um, and even, like, your tone. I know you probably hear that from everybody. Your tone kind of remind me of Easy. You a better rapper than Easy was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Easy, he'd tell you. Everybody knew he wasn't really just no diehard rapper. Yeah. But... Your tone reminded me of him. And I was like, man, this nigga got some shit right there, man. And you coming from, this one thing I want to touch on, you know, we just had young Dolph get shot. Yeah. You really a dude from the neighborhood. You really a dude that's from somewhere. You feel what I'm saying? You really from somewhere in the streets, man. Why do you think is it as black people, man, we can't stand to see other people rise? Man, it been like that. It's in the DNA, hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, even before it was gangs, it was niggas finding a reason to hate a nigga that had his shit together or poke holes in him. You know what I mean? That's that's just something that, that being here, that's why I don't never really... I used to get upset, like, when, when I hear niggas hating and doing all that, but then I start getting the understanding. Like, damn, this shit, like, been like this before I got here. Like, we was raised to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even then did some shit to niggas you know what I mean? Like we was bred on that crookedness. Yeah. Because you gotta look at it. You know what I'm saying, James? Couldn't hate the white motherfucker back way back then. You know no, what I'm saying? No, you could. <laughs> you could, but you couldn't let it be known. <laughs> exactly. But so but, we had to turn our hate on each other. And exactly. Shit. But we this had to is swindle good. each other and scam each other and exactly. shit. Exactly. But this is a good thing because being in the hood, you see, Suge Knight story. Yeah. Six Nine story, Young Dolph story. Everybody and all the homies, all these guys coming from. I ain't gonna even put Six Nine with this here. So let me extract that. All the brothers coming from the hood, rapping and making money, and done made it out the hood. Why we stay in the hood? Why we go back to the hood? Man, love with the hood, man. <laughs> Infatuated, but you don't inseparable. See. And I do it like this too. You transitioned yourself. I mean, we still want to be affiliated or associated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially when you grew up there. You got ties to certain niggas, like my nigga just came home and shit. You got ties to certain niggas. So you want to keep that connection. And then you try to train, like I said, you try to transition. Nigga doing music, nigga doing clothes. So you trying to lower your expectation of going out busting a nigga's head right. to a certain degree, you yeah. get me? But I try to tell niggas all the time, just because you change and you might change, 
it's still niggas that's struggling who ain't changed. For sure. They don't give a fuck. For sure. Right. So even though you trying to be constructive and good, hey man, I you know, I'm I'm about it, but I ain't about it. I'm trying to shake hands and kiss the babies with probably everybody. Yeah. But it's some niggas from the enemy's hood that even some of the older niggas might go, yeah, my niggas good, don't trip. It's some niggas who just cannot live that shit down. For you sure. get me? For no sure. matter what the fuck, nigga, I got a wife, kids, I live in Timbuktu now, I'm coming through just to check on shit. It's niggas sitting in that motherfucker every day who like, I don't give a fuck. If but I see got... a nigga, I'm gonna try to But what about head. that one homie that... This nigga ain't put nothing in the hood. This nigga ain't repping the hood. This nigga ain't this. So now he 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 buttfuck for all the wrong reasons. He yeah. mad for all the wrong reasons. So that's so he get mad at you. And I'm gonna stop right there because I want to hear what you got to say. Yeah. So that that's what I was about to touch on. Like, all right, um, like you said, you go back and you dumb yourself down and slow yourself down, right? I did that for a few years. You know what I mean? Like, but with my intentions was like 100 like and, and and pure like I want everybody I'm coming back and I'm slowing my shit down because I want the niggas that I love to grow with me and move forward with me right but motherfuckers don't understand everything that it take in order to hit that growth spurt, spurt or move forward or even be able to recognize the opportunity and take advantage of it you know what I'm saying sure. niggas got the nigga mentality you mm -hmm. know what I mean and um like with me having it, the intentions of nigga, everybody growing, everybody uh doing their shit and uh whatever their talent is, let's figure it out. You know what I'm saying? It don't gotta be music. You might be an executive, you might be whatever the fuck you could do, you know what I'm saying? And you could grow with this machine, but motherfuckers not realizing that, you know what I'm saying? And then it go back to the niggas developing hate because all right, we got them in a mix, the motherfuckers seeing me, my mm -hmm. shit gonna work. Cause I'm on this shit. I'm thinking right. about it day and night. My life dedicated to this shit. You know what I mean? And motherfuckers don't realize sometimes that you really, I'm really slowing myself down for y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? And like, I done been in this situation where that shit turned into hate, but niggas don't want to admit it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the words that come out, the actions that come out and the shit that happens afterwards, my nigga, this is pure hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. You can't be mad at nobody because, like I said, it's been like that from the beginning of time. But, yeah, I just went through a scenario like that. And, and and at this point in my life, like, man, I don't give a fuck how a nigga feel. You know what I'm saying? But my heart is so big, it won't allow me to be like, man, fuck all these niggas. You know what I'm saying? I ain't fucking with these niggas. But fuck these niggas. Like, I'm going to always this. go back I don't want it to, to let you <clears throat> become or get victimized like... The rest of these guys getting cut down because niggas that want to hate. And, you know, that's what I used to say. If you game banging and you you ain't got a gun, what the fuck you out here for? What yeah, you on this block for? That's like a doctor Everybody without the know stethoscope. Everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. Now, if you in the cut and you sitting here waiting on the homie, loyalty is a motherfucker. And most cats don't possess that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you rocking and rolling with your homeboys and you know he 100, that's who you that's who you feed. Yeah. You feed your 100. Yeah. The cats that just want to come and bump into you. Let me get that 100. Can I get a 100? 
You'll give it to him, but as soon as you say, I ain't got it on me right now. Fuck that nigga. Oh, fuck. There you go right there. So, Bitch ass nigga, this is what you got to pay attention that, to. That, exactly. that. You fuck with that nigga? There's a lot of us <laughs> getting cut down out there because everything that I see in the music business since I've been fucking with Death Row is, is haterism. It's nothing positive coming out of it because once you make it, and if you stay away from the hood, you a clown ass nigga. Or he wouldn't this anyway. For sure. If you're in the hood and you're giving to the homies, oh, he only fucking it with them enough, niggas. Yeah. I ain't woo woo woo. Oh, that nigga ain't paying me where I can get out the hood. He ain't supposed to. <laughs> niggas in the ghetto as professionals at not seeing opportunities, not building, and poking holes and destroying shit that could be great. You know what I mean? Right. And then placing the blame somewhere else. Right. That's why, like, I never been no nigga like that. Like, even if I, even if I wasn't the nigga that fucked it up, right? I gotta take the blame because I allowed the nigga to be next to me. You get what I'm saying? So that's why a motherfucker always able to bounce back and grow and come back harder. Cause a nigga ain't wasting time pointing fingers and that be the problem. Like niggas poke holes to shit and blame niggas and destroy shit. You feel me? That's real shit. You know straight up. And you have your own label, right? Yeah. You know the enterprise click. Rico's enterprise, enterprise click. You know, yeah. enterprise click, right? When you first got started, right, with your dream of you saying, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get into it. I'm pretty sure. Your first initial board members in any hood is your homies that's around. Right, you. right. You start thinking about, okay, he's strong with this. Dude is good at marketing. This dude might be good with and computers. And it wasn't even that. It's just, nigga, you the homie, you the homie. Nigga, we all know how to hustle in these streets. Nigga, let's figure it out. Let me ask you, how many people was it when you first started? Um, Just like immediate in the mix. like So it was like two partners, and then it was like three or four other homies that was supposed to figure out a position. All right. Is them dudes still around to this day? Nah, none of them. That's what I was going to tell you. See, what it is, we don't see opportunity in the hood. Everything about us is what we can see in front of us and get in right our hand. I bet you this man went through the same thing. I bet you everybody that started, went I started podcasting way before this shit got popular, right? Motherfuckers was like, what is you doing talking? You know, like, like that yeah. shit is never going to work. All right. these people I tried to have come in. Now, the same people I get calls from, hey man, I'm trying to get this. And I'm like, I'm not interested now when I needed your help. Eight years ago, where was you at then? Right. You know, we don't see opportunity because it's all about what we can get this and then those same people when they start seeing something bubbling that's oh, when they want to start trying to come shit. back around yeah. and then it turns into everybody oh, tell else them I love them yeah <laughs> or either their story is this I was with that nigga you see he don't even fuck with us no more it was because of us that we did this and they've been bounced mm -hmm. from the thing Facts. We, we don't see opportunity man see, I think you come from the neighborhood you gonna go through that shit for oh, sure, for sure. I mean it's you, I mean, you gotta go through it that's why I don't like like when I when I speak on certain shit, it don't never be to bash nobody. Like I ain't gonna say names, dates. My or shit used to be. But it's for young niggas that's coming up. Like, bro, don't feel bad about skipping past that shit. That's what I speak on it for now. But See, like, my shit used to be, nigga, give us guns and dope, nigga. We need you know, I, guns I, and yeah. dope. I had told Suge, instead of trying to take everybody on the road, open up something, let's start a business, and get the homies to work. So we started Let Me Ride Hydraulics off of that. Now the homies is coming up there learning how to do hydraulics. I learned how to frame the motherfucking from the bottom, mm -hmm. you know, everything that need to be framed. I know learned how to uh, open up shit 
to get that oil to flowing. I'm, I'm, you know, I used to go fuck with Big Reds. So giving brothers the job, this is what happened. Niggas want to come up there and wear a uniform, but didn't want to work. Right. And then they were sitting there waiting every Friday to get a check. Yeah. But they they had life fucked up. Uh, Mob James was working there. Mob James was running the motherfucker. So if you ain't working, you ain't getting it. And then we had homies that come up there and want to pump or, or need a cylinder or need to do something to his car. Shit ain't free. So I treated it like a business. But what I'm saying is, even if you gave the homie the opportunity to work, he don't want to work. work. Yeah. Uh, Niggas just want credit. Everybody money. wanted to be hand given to him. We can't just fucking mean work. We homies shit. from the sandbox. Nigga, they you get work, it, though. then I'm supposed to you have it. Right. Fuck what I can do for it, it, nigga. You got it. So Stop giving motherfuckers let me sit right next and to taking you them and on the road because when right. you that's what a lot of road, niggas misunderstand for right? sure. And everybody gonna get but a go fucking. You feel what I'm saying? So niggas didn't want to work. Niggas wanted to go out of town because going out of town is fucking bitches, free weed, and getting drunk. Fine. Mm. This is what the hood want to do. Yeah. But nigga, go to let me ride. I'll let mob. Mob got you. He's going to give you a job. He's going to tell you what to do. If it was just doing security overnight, you ain't got to lift a finger. You ain't got to lift no tools. Mm -hmm. Just bring your ass up here at night and work. So cats didn't want to do that. Everybody wants something to be given to them. Even the little homies, even the big homies. And you can't respect the G's. They think respecting them is just to give to, just to give, just to give, just to give. No, because you're taking that money and doing this. I gave you $5,000. What you do with the $5,000? Yeah, for real. That type of shit. So what I'm saying to you is create a business outside of your business yeah. and then you can have the homies work for you know a better way you can open up something to teach uh construction or whatever the case might be and then the homies are always have something here opposed to getting on a goddamn bus and rolling exactly yeah because yeah, that's the biggest problem I see when you take homies on the road they either want to be you they may see you doing interviews and doing that, but they don't know everybody got a function. That's your job. You feel what I'm saying? They they in the picture with you every picture instead of them doing what they supposed to be doing. I feel sorry for a lot of y'all casters from out here, man. It's, it's, it belongs that, somewhere. It, it's definitely difficult, and I I understand why a lot of niggas be like, man, fuck this rap game, man. fuck this and fuck that, because it's it, it's real difficult, bro. It, Especially dealing with people that, first of all, we already at a disadvantage. Right. We coming into this shit and we don't know anything right. about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then second, we coming in not knowing anything about it. Like by you having motherfuckers around you that don't care to be the best or know or have the uh the most um, gather the most amount of information that they could get to help shit grow. Like niggas don't want to do that. Niggas be like. Why, would, why the fuck would I do that? Why the fuck I'm doing that for? I ain't getting nothing out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then when shit actually start growing and moving and niggas not in the conversation or a part of it, niggas get attitudes and start acting weird as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And it's like nobody never looks at themselves. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's so zoomed in with their own selfish intent, you know what I'm saying? Nobody never zoom out and look at the whole picture of shit. Like, 
bro, the shit that we doing, these songs, this music, this only one piece of the business, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's so much other shit. You know what I mean? There's so much shit that we could put together and collect bags. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't want to, motherfuckers don't want to do that. Like, look, for instance, like, and this not me, like, I'm not trying to bash nobody or put nobody down because I know I'm not taking shit personal or nothing because right. I know how it is where we come from. Exactly. Bro. Like, it ain't really our fault until you know better. You know what I'm saying? But once you know better, it's your fault, right? Like, I done had a, I had, you know, I'm always trying to create a new business or whatnot, right? So I done had a shop and I'm telling the homie, look, come to my house, let's figure out, let's put together this strategy, we gonna work it, and all I need is this motherfucker to be open for now. You can keep all the money we make, I just gotta pay the rent, that's it. Nigga show up to the crib, he got a bitch with him, ooh, ooh, hey man, I gotta get something done, ooh, all right, cool. I don't say nothing. Niggas a grown man. You know what I mean? You ain't got to explain nothing to me. I ain't tripping. I ain't even think nothing of it. All right, look. This shit finna roll out. This finna crack. This finna crack. Let's get together and go over. Oh, man, I'm busy. I'm doing this. Whoa. All right, cool. I don't mention it again. I don't say nothing. I bring one of the other homies in. Nigga, this nigga aces everything. Get it going greater than, smoother than ever. Mm -hmm. What this nigga do? Run around telling niggas, oh, man, this nigga G put me out, man. He ain't fucking with me. He put this nigga in the mix. But failing to tell the actual real story. And right. it's like, but you get a lot of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's it, it's definitely a struggle, but, like, I'm up for the challenge, though. You know what right, I mean? for sure. Hey, let's pay some bills real quick, and we get right back to y'all. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal yeah. with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, when did you start rapping, man? Like, when did you start putting it down? Um, Like, when I started rapping, rapping, probably, like, uh, 2011, 12. But I always, like, because I was a hustler, you know what I'm saying? And I always been good with words. I'll fall in the studio and say a verse here and there, but, like, I never rap in front of nobody, none of that shit. Like, I'm like, nigga, I'm a street nigga. I'm a gangster, nigga. I don't fuck that rap shit, you know what I'm saying? And, um... I just came to a point where it's like, damn, what I'm going to do? You know what I mean? Like, for real, what I'm going to do? Like, I ain't no good criminal. I done been to damn near every facility you could think of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm not going to get a job. I know how to run business. I done ran successful spots. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, around 2011, 2012, that's when I got serious, but I went back to the pen. You know what I mean? And when I came home from the pen, the little music that I put together in my in my region, like my hood, like was bubbling. Like all the homies, they was fucking with it when I got out, and they pushing the movement that I started. You know what I'm saying? So I just fell right in the position, figuring it out. But I didn't, I didn't know shit. I didn't know nothing about nothing. Mm -hmm. Just figured it out as I went. So you just came home from the pen and started putting it down. Because one of my homeboys, a mutual homeboy, my boy Fonby, oh, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah, y'all need to fuck with Jeepers Eagle. You know, mm. y'all need to, I say, I fuck with dudes. Like, I'm going to reach out to him. But man, you know, so you come out of prison and you come home, so you pretty much got the independent mindset in your head from the gate. Yeah. So you didn't never go out and try. Because I know we go touch on the Rock Nation situation that yeah. you had come up. So you out there just, all that all that, that you was putting out earlier, you was putting that out on your man, own. Man, independent, man, out on my own. I'm talking about I had, we went from uh, dope, because, well, all my homies got indicted and shit too. So that kind of like threw the nail in the coffin as far as me as any street shit because like a nigga that was next to me and a few other homies that we would have never suspected was like straight, informants like real deal with an informant number checking in going to bus niggas and buy shit and getting paid for it so like that kind of fucked my mind up like mm. I'm still I still think everybody's a cop like I don't like talking to niggas or nothing because of that you know what I mean so that you worked out be. for the best though yeah that worked you out for the best saying? like it chased me out of the street you know what right. I mean right. and um so instead of selling dope, I got these CDs. I got, and I'm like, I ain't even finna sell CDs because nigga, all these niggas at the gas stations and all these spots trying to sell CDs. Mm -hmm. I just want a motherfucker to listen to it. I'm gonna sell these shirts though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got smokers passing out CDs everywhere. We print up 10, 20,000. 
everywhere I could put that shit. You know what I'm saying? And this is the very ass end of CDs, though. Right. Like, the very ass end. Like, after that, it was like, it's shit. CD players wasn't even in cars like that around that time. You know what I'm saying? So it was the very ass end, but it was a, a great marketing uh, strategy initially. You know what I mean? Yeah, it worked because you did, the, um, we did pretty much the same thing with glasses. And that's how it seemed like your buzz was like that because y'all, both of y'all buzzes really started from the streets. It's not like yeah. y'all was getting no hella radio play, but y'all was like every neighborhood yeah. niggas was playing G Perico. You know what I'm saying? Every neighborhood, you heard it from the streets and I think that's why your foundation's so strong because it was rooted in the streets. It wasn't rooted on you doing no corny ass dance on yeah, TikTok or nothing like that or doing no silly shit. It was really rooted from just gangster rap from the streets. Yeah. Yeah. It was just rooted from gangster rap. So you got your movement going, man. When did Rock Nation come in? So uh Rock Nation, like uh <laughs> my big homie, my big bro, Black D, D Bug, he um he uh he got a partner that was uh getting a job as the president at Rock Nation and shit. And um we had a he got a driving service and shit. So he dropping them off at the airport. And I guess one of my CD, I think he like strategically placed it in there. The music was there. He look it up on the net. He listening to it. He get at black like, man, tell him I got some shit coming up. Don't bust no moves. And in my mind, it's like, bro, I'm never signing a deal. Like, I know how to hustle and get money. I don't need no fucking deal. You know what I mean? But um, like the way it was sold to me was so smooth. I'm like, fuck it. Let's try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when motherfucker, it's like a song. If you hear it, you're not really too fond of it. Right. You start hearing it on the radio nonstop. You're going to start saying this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was a similar situation like that. And um, I went out there and shit, I, you know, I signed. You know what I mean? And um, like as far as like musically, like what I was trying to do or I think what both of us was trying to do, it didn't work out. You know what I mean? He ended up getting fired like probably like six, seven months into my deal. And you know how that go. The whole staff flip. Exactly. New people come in and it's like, we see it, but we don't see it. Yeah, we, we don't, don't see get it. it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it was kind of one of them things. But like on the flip side, like me being able to be around certain people and be able to be, because I was going to the office every day. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with Emery or as much as I could. Anytime he in town, I'm up there. Even if I'm sitting in his office quiet and we ain't even fucking talking. I'm up in there, you know what I mean, getting the vibe. When he had meetings, I'm stepping out and stepping back in. We chilling. We walking to eat and shit and all that. So, like, I picked up a lot of game. Like, this is a billion-dollar crew, you know what I mean? And it was kind of like when I was in the street, like, and I didn't know shit. I remember I was, like, 13, 14. I walk up to my big homie, um, and I'm like, man, I want to get paid, man. And he like, shh, you know what I mean? And he set me up, you know what I'm saying? And then from then on, like, I never was like a, well, I've never been a, like, I've been a fly nigga. Like, Grams had me right. And then when right. I stepped into the street, you know what I mean? I always knew how to keep my shit together. So it was one of those things. I always was around the homies that was like niggas I wanted to be like, you know what I'm saying? The gangster niggas that, 
you know, it's two sides to a hood. You know what I'm saying? Not to get off subject, but it's like the gangster niggas. Then it's the niggas that get money. Then it's the gangster yeah, niggas that yeah. get money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was want to be the gangster nigga that get money too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, with the Rock Nation shit, it's like, all right, let me soak up as much game as I can around these niggas. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think, uh, like, I'm probably, like, sharper than ever business-wise. Like, um... Like, the team then, like, went all the way down to basically me and, like, one other person. You know what I mean? One or two other people. And, um, like, I'm moving, you know, stronger than ever. So, like, the music shit didn't work out, but I learned so much and matured yeah. in business. So, it's like, all right, you around billion-dollar crew getting game from that. Like, it's no reason why I shouldn't be a walking million-dollar nigga, and that's what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, did you go through stuff with them not being able to relate to you over there as an artist? Um, <laughs> see, that's my thing. Like, I'm not one of them niggas that's a... Like, I didn't start rapping because I was in love with rap, and I'm the greatest rapper. Like, I got homies like that and shit, you know what I'm saying? But, right. like, I was just a nigga that was hustling. Like, what I'm going to do with myself, I ain't finna sell dope or pimp like that, you know what I mean? I ain't really got the patience to be pimping, you know what I mean? And um, it's like, that's all a nigga really knew. So, like, the music for me was, like, basically, like, I don't even want to say survival, but, like, you know get money you know what I mean so it ain't like man y'all don't understand my art and I gotta do this type of shit you so know it was like you do what you want to pretty much over there I mean for the it's the hustler what? aspect like you yeah. said like mm -hmm. I need to do something besides trying to go back to the pen exactly. and, 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 and get in that aspect so am I one of these you know Die hard, you know, my art and craft hip -hop, of yeah, hip-hop. Nah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm finna tell you right now, I'm finna spit some shit about the neighborhood, exactly. and I'm finna talk some shit, and I'm finna try to see if we can make some money off this hustle. Exactly. And that shit, like, you know, um, I already knew that a major... That's why I never wanted to sign a deal. I know a major ain't gonna get it. Well, you know I'm gonna tell you right now, Signing a traditional record deal is the most fucked up shit you can ever do. Yeah, especially and, and in twenty twenty one. And yeah, and it's designed, especially now because it's designed for you not to win. Because you have to remember, for every artist that a record company sign, it's twenty more. Yeah, it's twenty more, and and out them twenty, it may be only one or two of them maybe Drake, and you know what I'm saying and Drake status and whatever, all that. and they pay for all that other shit. So, really. They have to kind of compensate you the way they compensate you because they take so many L's and other shit. But don't ever get it twisted. That's like the casino. They'll never go lose money for sure because they charging you like what people don't understand. Like, because I fees work, behind yeah, everything. Yeah, I work for a publishing company, right? A music publishing company. I did that for nine years. The publishing deals fucked up. Yeah, they give they giving niggas on the low shit. You get fifty thousand and you fuck around and get the hit song. The 50000 paid back 10, 20 times oh, over, sure. but you're still stuck somehow. Man, I, I'm going to tell yeah. you, I would kind of tell people, man, when I was working up there, because I got close to the groups. If I was signing somebody, I got to know them, and I really fuck with them. You know what yeah. I mean? So I told this one cat one time, we had just had a platinum record, an ice cream paint shop stuff. I told him, I said, man, you know, your deal coming up. When he first came out, he was a dude from Texas, a 18-year-old kid from Texas. So he made 50000 real quick. And that's what it was. It was fifty grand. He made 50000 It wasn't bad for him at that time because at that right. time, he was a risk. And we brought him out here. We had every game access to every piece of equipment that you could imagine. He was living yeah. out here. So 
The ice cream paint job beat was supposed to be for the Carroll City Cartel Cats. Okay. That yeah. was fucking with Rick Ross. Rick Ross the yeah, yeah, them, yeah. But they kept playing. He wound up going home and doing some other shit to the beat. And his homeboy was home from school. And they fucked around and just made a hit record, not even knowing. So his homeboy go back to school. They start playing this shit in Dallas for about three or four months. And it died down. Anyway, a DJ that was down in Dallas playing this stuff moves to KMEL. He's related to the Big Von Cat. Okay. He okay, goes yeah. up there. So... His first day on the job, he playing all his Dallas stuff. You know, Dallas got a certain little boogie to it. You yeah. know what I mean? And so he throws that record in, and Vaughn is like, what the fuck is that that you playing? They ain't in the thing, but then the phone start ringing like, what is this record? So that song was about nine months old when it started cracking. Yeah. It just caught a new life in the Bay. So this dude has all of this momentum right now, right? You know, when you work in Hollywood, man, you might be at a um, coffee shop getting a cup of coffee, and it'd be everybody in there work somewhere, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got to talking to this chick at Bug Music. And we talking, she like, oh, you work for Minder Music? Yeah, you know, what's that? And we talking, and we talking about the Ice Cream Paint Job record. I'm like, that's our record. You know, I was proud, because I'm an exec. That was yeah. one of the first shits they let me sign. So we talking, and she like, man, is this thing up? Because they not doing shit at the publishing company. They not listening to nothing I got to say, man. When you a nigga up in that office, dog, and you got a pen with no ink, is the worst frustration it is, man. So... He got an opportunity now. I tell him, don't re-sign shit, man. I'm about to take you off. You know what I'm saying? Right. You about to go get you a bag now for a way less percentage, too. Because I said, you got a plaque now, nigga. Right. You know, we about to go get you some money. And, you you know, you're getting pretty fucked over here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. man, between the time I could even get to the meeting with him, them cats don't got with him, man, and gave him, like, like literally the grocery bag full of money. Like, the grocery bag full of money. Wasn't no more than seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 in that motherfucker, dog. He's thinking it's way more. Yeah, he he took it, and I'm like, dog, we going to meet, and I'm trying to get you some, you know, some half a million dollars shit. Bad, you know what I mean? Bad, a yeah. real bag. And this nigga, man, fucked around and re-signed for $80,000, man. I was so fucking mad, man. But Yeah, that shit is tricky, man. Yeah, it's, it's real tricky. They designed to win, so I would suggest to any artist, man, to do it the way you're doing it because you definitely got a movement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The nigga's really fucking with you. Yeah, it's way better, especially in 2021, man, like, the cost of everything is so fucking low. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, you can make a song on the shit and then exactly. upload it to online. You could shoot a video with one of these. You know what I mean? Like, the shit is so easy. And then, the, like, the way the streaming work, bro, like, what, every million, like, I hear a motherfucker shitting on the streaming, but the bottom line is money, so you got to play with them numbers. Like, you streaming 20 million a month, that's 100 Gs. So 17 million to 18 million a month, that's 100 Gs. And that's that's like, bro, like 5 million streams, 4 million streams on every platform ain't hard to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, for some people, I don't know, it might be, but it's like, exactly. you know, yeah. it's not really difficult once you like figure it out. It's just like hustling, bro. Like you figure out the game, do what you got to do, and then just overdose. You know what I mean? And that's all it is, man. It just kind of like, like you said, working your jelly with these different platforms, man. Yeah, and that's just, it. And just staying online, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I see, like, you know, and what's dope to see is see cats like eight, because he's from that CD era to where he really mastered. Okay, yeah. he ain't crying like the other niggas. Oh man, this shit is fucked nah, up now. You gotta fucking evolve. Fuck. Or I just did that. Let me tell you something. I out. put out shit, and I go, "Oh, this motherfucker gonna do this." Okay. 
they go put out three more. That's how I do my shit. I exactly. don't cry about, I can't put out no music or, uh, you know, niggas are streaming 80 million and all that shit. I said, nigga, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Long as I got some shit and I can crack and I can turn that into something else and generate to something else that's going to turn into something else. Because just look at what I'm going to do off of exactly, it. Exactly. Right. Because there's still, the motherfucker going to stream my shit. Show. Then the motherfuckers gonna generate shows off my shit. Merch. Then the motherfucker gonna want a t-shirt and a hat. Then I'm gonna get the old school motherfuckers from across the seas who love CDs and shit still, and they gonna wanna buy motherfucking a couple of thousand CDs. So you have to learn how to work with what you give it, man. You get right. me? Exactly. Instead of sitting back waiting for a motherfucker to go, here's a contract, or here's this. Or here's that. I stopped that shit a long time ago. I ain't finna sit up and wait for a motherfucker to go, you want a deal? Why right. I'm gonna wait on you? Fuck that shit. I'm just gonna create my own shit. Fuck yeah. it. You ain't got, motherfucking ain't got time to poke holes in the boat. Like, and and you dragging it through the sand, you know what I'm saying? Like, by the time you hit to the water, you gonna fucking sink if you get there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's what niggas do, man. Find a problem with everything, like. Bitch ass nigga, just go in the house. Go to sleep. Go to something, man. For real, man. So you know this is the Gangster Chronicles. And we can't leave here, man, to talk about you was into some shit back in the day, huh? Yeah, I was in a lot of shit. <laughs> and you got locked up. How much time you wanted to do? I was in a lot of shit. I did four and two and then like juvenile, like a couple years in camps and shit mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So you was really out there thugging, man. And you know, the thing is, with rappers nowadays, man, a lot of the rappers that he was telling these stories is out here, man, they don't even have the background to talk about a lot of the shit that they That's talk about. That's why I say, don't even compare me to rappers, man. It's insulting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like an insult to the whole life I live. Not saying, like, I'm not trying to glorify this shit or nothing, but it's like, it's what I did. No, it's and just it's what true I shit. Because you know a lot of cats... That's out there rapping, trying to live your life. Exactly. They speaking on your life when they rapping. But and then a lot of them like make it look way better than me, cause I gotta dumb it down. I still I could get picked up by the police. They could still say I'm trying to do this, that, and the other. So a lot of motherfuckers get it off and make it look way better than me. You know what I mean? But you know the comparison. I, That's I, the know, game I don't be now, though. Yeah. Because a nigga could fake the funk and make a lot of money off For of sure. it. Because it's accepted now. You right. get me back in our days, James. When they seen real niggas coming, they hated it. Right. But now nigga could fake it, and they like, oh shit, we can make a million dollars off of that guy wearing a blue or red rag. For and sure. And How many rappers from would you say out there, hey, that's that's actually lived that life, but on some positive shit. And 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 making it, I'm talking about ain't going back to prison. How many rappers out there that honestly can tell that story? Well, you can't. I mean, you have to consider who that is because there's not a lot of rappers who was in the trenches like that, like real niggas who's like going to prison and shit for shit before rapping. You right. get me? It's there's a lot but of niggas. There's a lot of niggas who well, <laughs> I'm trying not to get in trouble right now. But I mean, because I used way. I used to be on the block and get picked up every day by you know pops right. and them and 
nigga, we used to be hanging in the front yard and getting picked up, and niggas yeah. come by and shoot this shit. We have to duck, and homegirl getting killed in the garage and shit like that. Yeah, have to slain crack pieces with a car with five niggas on the block trying to rush the car and shit. Right, I, right. I I did that shit even be, before I was rapping. That's that's was life in the neighborhood. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even you. on no rap shit. I fucking you. rap. I wanted to be the hardest gangbanger. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. Yeah. I didn't even want to be the hardest dope dealer or the nigga with the money. I wanted to be the hardest gangbanging nigga. Because in that era, that was our shit. It wasn't nothing else. It wasn't niggas rapping. You getting, we, didn't, we didn't have easy. We didn't have that. So when you started banging, you started banging because, nigga, I grew up in the hood. That's nigga, I'm is. from over Can here. Can I put y'all up on something? Growing up in the hood. That's what yeah, we go. 1984. Can I put y'all up on something, though? Major labels love signing the ignorant niggas from the hood. I'm going to tell you why. that shit sells. It sells, and what they do is they get insurance policies on y'all. A lot now, of people don't know that. Now they now yeah, back they, in my days, mm-hmm. nigga one nigga they hated us coming. They hated James. Oh and yeah, them coming. see they hated they it. them cracked the door open for y'all, and then everybody saw how profitable it was. That's and then they happened. realized that oh these motherfuckers really in the streets, so we gonna make double money when we first put them out. America's gonna be so polarized by them, they gonna gravitate to them. We can sell a couple million albums off of them. Then oh he got shot, he's dead. We got a ten million dollar insurance policy, right. you know? and that record that might have you know died out a little bit. Quadruple. It's about it's to gonna go. go. It's, it's gonna go. go. Yeah, it's gonna go. So it, it, it's a lot of stuff that they was doing. I think I was talking to Brian earlier today, and we was talking about you know how Mo three um, they tried to make a conspiracy out of everything. How Mo three? Um, yeah, I seen dogs, that shit. I told my homie, man, take that bullshit down. It, it, conspiracy yeah. theorist yeah. bullshit. It ain't no conspiracy. You got to think about it's them as the a life company. in the street. It's life in the street. And as a record executive, if I'm like this, if I'm putting out records, James, and I'm gonna take my money and put it into this dude, and I know it's a chance he might go out there before the album even get put out and get killed. I'm probably gonna have an insurance policy on him, man, because he really lived in that life, and I have to be able to get instead of it being a loss. You have to be able to do that. You have to be able to get your money back, man. But it's crazy right now, though, man, because but, they profiting off of that, man. But I know, I know, like, I'm with Empire, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know Gazi personally, like, like Gazi, like, just like us. He's straight up oh, and man, down. He's I know Gazi. I know, I knew Gazi when he was used to work at um Ingrew's independent label at first. Yeah. They was the first ones coming with the digital shit, right? Yeah. I remember when Gazi called me and told me he was leaving to go do the Empire shit. Yeah, bro. That's like, in, in all honesty, I think like if you're not going the Empire route, you kind of like, or DIY. But I wouldn't even do DIY. Like Empire. Like, what other label could you go to? Like, I was just signed to Rock Nation. I had a player ass deal though. Like, I told him I wanted to go, and I was out in a week. Like, I don't understand these niggas to be like, man, they won't let me go. I'm stuck and woo woo, and they spend money on me. You know what I'm saying? But they let me go. But um. But Empire, though, it's like it's nowhere else that you're going to go to where they give you a budget for one. You know what I'm saying? And the budget is to pay for beats so you can own your music. They giving you money so you can pay for your music so you can own it. All they doing is just licensing it. And then they give you the full label services. You know what I'm saying? 
And then, like, whatever type of artist you are, they could support that. Like, they proved it, like, with with, with uh, Tiger with Taste. That was the number one record. That nigga was streaming a million dollars a they month. Do they but shit, I think though. Empire, they only fuck with niggas who they believe that's gone. Because there's a now, lot of... Now, that's true, right? Too. There's yeah. a lot of niggas who fuck with... Because I fucked with Empire. They ain't give me a dollar. They don't fuck with niggas who they... But, yeah. but they'll it's, fuck with it's, certain it's, dudes. It's, but I didn't want no money from them. Right. Because I'm a nigga who can put out my own records, put out a couple of videos, got my own marketing shit, and then I keep all my shit. Right. You ain't got to right. license my shit. You ain't got to do nothing. Because now yeah. you want to license my shit, which means you're going to get a piece. What I do right now, you ain't getting shit for it. Yeah. So if I go out and I sell uh, 50,000 records or stream or whatever, you ain't getting a piece. I give all the checks. So I got deals everywhere. Yeah. I go through Empire. I got shit that go through Empire. Right. I got shit that go through CMD. I and got that's shit the, that go through. And that's so the that's, beauty of that. Like, exactly. you're not locked in not with locked them. In like, with you could do all. But that's that's yeah. good about Empire, too. Yeah. You're not exclusively locked exactly. in. Exactly. So Empire is a company that ain't robbing the young brothers. Uh, no, if you like to get rich no. fucking with Empire, Young Dolph turned down him a couple of big-ass deals. But Young He's, Dolph streaming five, six 600000 a month. Exactly. Yeah, so Young Dolph is turning down bread. For somebody like him, it would be dumb to go try to do a deal somewhere else because right here I'm getting probably yeah like 20 80, million ain't shit yeah, I'm like, probably getting 80% they probably giving you 20 it. million to own your whole back catalog and you never gonna get paid from that shit again like it don't make sense and then when you get to 20 M's you gotta give this amount to Uncle Sam it ain't even 20 million it's probably like 8 it's a lot of shit I to mean, it, a lot man. of dudes that's the route nowadays to keep yourself independently on your masters and then go license your shit to a motherfucker. Like, the yeah. rap game is just according to your hustle now. Like, yeah, if you it. a nigga that you know, like, all right, I drop a record, it's streamed 10,000 a month. Right. All right, let me drop 10 more of them motherfuckers, exactly. or 20 more of them. Yeah. And now I'm getting this much, and I'm doing more shows, I'm selling more clothes, and knocking more hoes. <laughs> You see, you see what he's talking about. Video where hey man, you got Soldier Boy over there. Hey man, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, James. Go ahead. I seen a video with Soldier Boy talking about Bad this young brother that and that he's the only independent person, the only guy out there that's independent. He was talking about the Dolph young, the young cat, and he was saying he's not because he's with Empire. But it's two things though. It's DIY, which is do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And then it's independent. Like Master P was with priority. He was independent. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He had major distribution. It's the same yeah. thing. Like Master Empire P, is independent. Yeah. Master but P had a major uh, he had a corn, all that shit is DIY. So Soldier mm -hmm. Boy was wrong. That nigga just talking. Soldier Boy like probably, be, you know, Soldier Boy be hating a little bit sometimes. But well, we ain't gonna start on Soldier Boy. I don't know no, what that dude got. Boy, I just saw the video. When you yeah, we don't want no smoke, soldier boy. We don't want no smoke, big soldier. When he <laughs> passed, that's the only reason why I go look at videos and shit because somebody <laughs> tell me. I ain't said shit. Boy. I ain't said yeah. a motherfucking thing. Well, I stay in my lane. You know, this Compton. That's right. It. I stay in my lane. I don't, I'm triple ball off of what nobody do. They in their own lane. That's People have their own opinion. People had their own opinions, I like I say. Man, people had their own opinions, and they do what they do. 
You know what I'm saying? I can't speak on that. That James would have to uh, answer just, that. Yeah, one. I can't speak on. I can't speak on the politics, I can't speak on the politics. That's for real. I don't know. I mean, he wasn't there in my era. I don't know what these guys are doing. I think <laughs> everybody want to be a part of a clique to belong somewhere when you're in this music business. But if you making millions of dollars, you don't have to belong to a hood. Bro, this Crip and Blood shit is the biggest culture in the whole world. Right. Period. So, but you don't have to identify yourself with something and you- you're Shout out dead. MCA. He one of you the niggas that- So, Turn the world up. A Gia, nigga. the world up. Hey, hold up. We be right back. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah Yeah Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to ask y'all this because y'all both rappers, man. When y'all see these cats that y'all know making a couple million dollars a year, dog, 
and they decide to just go to a hood, do y'all look at them and be like, boy, they about to grease y'all ass up? <laughs> I didn't. I done seen a couple niggas do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's you know to each his own. You know what I mean? But you know, I if I whatever never gang bang, feel, I wouldn't. Whatever, whatever makes you feel authentic. Yeah. I mean, do it. Do it to each his own, man. That's what I say. I mean, we've been through a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm an older cat now. You get me, James? I'm, I don't trip off of nothing. To each is if that's just what as you long as do, my name ain't popping up in the if conversation. If that's what you want to do, niggas, yeah, man. do what you got to sure. do. And you can tell you a nigga from the turf. Your man just came home today. Come, man, it's gonna be tight. Come on, come squeeze in over here, man, real quick. But okay. yeah, well, shoot, that's just getting that's just my nigga Bone. Yeah. Bone just came home. You know what I'm saying? He was on the indictment. And I'm going to have to say they it again. snatched him up. When I first saw Bones, when he got out the car, I said, you look like you. Don't don't say that. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, no, sure. man, I'm going to tell his P.O. like this, man. The man is well respected. He's just sitting there. And I just have to fuck with him in a certain kind of way. Hey, P.O., we not on the block. We not on the block. Exactly. We, yeah, we, 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 we're in Chino Hills, man. We, we professionally. We got nine white folks in the front yeah, room. We professionally yeah. sound, man. Hey, man, what's Shout up? out to iHeart and, and sure. Black Effect. You feel me? For sure. We got to put Bone on the, you know, Gangsta Chronicles, yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm be the microphone. You been on? Yeah, I've been on about a year. It's good. You feel me? He a good dude. Oh, yeah, it was dead when he left, too. Like, it wasn't cracking. He a good dude. He got a good heart. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? He want to see you win. Look where I'm at. Because when I came home, I was sagging. He kept asking me, too, like, don't fuck with me. You feel me? And I, I kind of was chilling as of late. Like, you know what I'm saying? He want to see me win. Bro, I've been in prison my whole I did seven and some change. I was out 10 months and walked right into our indictment. So this is what I need. You feel what I'm saying? So I've been gone basically all my life. So I don't. I don't want nothing. I want to get put in a position where I can. I can. I can win. I don't want no handouts or nothing. I'm not looking for none of that, man. I want to be able to. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm. I'm trying to better myself, bro. That's so right. Outside all anything else outside of that, bro. I don't. I don't give a damn about. So you know what I'm saying? He. He a good dude. Period. Period, point blank. Oh, he wanted, or he wanted to see you win. Believe me. We need to get patience. That patience is patience is a motherfucker. So if you ain't got no patience with your homie, and you think as soon as you walk in that door, you just you just want this and that. You feel me? I mean, come on, man. Everything is a process. You feel me? That's right. We we, we works in pro. We work, I'm a work in progress. So I don't I don't expect to come here and. Him just, I'm just going to be his manager or his security. I'm his homie. I'm just chilling and enjoying something different. You know what I'm saying? Right, this right. is something totally different for me. He know I'm his eyes and ears. Like, when he be on the stage, I just watch people because I'm not I'm not even used to being in them environments. He be having to tell me, like, hey, loosen up, bro. Start talking to people. I'm not used to it. You know what I'm saying? So we be around so many different sets. It's so many people come fuck with him that I just got to get used to feel me being out but it's it's, it's, it's no he got that honest and that's real that's, no, that's real honest real. like when I got out of prison you know being around a lot of people your palms sweat nah that shit you, fucked with me for the longest you really don't want to do it yeah so I mean that's this right here sitting next to us is is a uh Work in progress. This dude really feeling where you at, and that's what we need to surround ourselves with. Yeah. Motherfuckers that we know ain't gonna turn on us. You know what's crazy too? Like, like he said about being patient, right? 
boom, we had a, something great going, right? And it was all, it was to the point where it was finally about to just make a shitload of money and motherfuckers went left, like, that shit crazy. Like, patience is a motherfucker, like, you could pick the, like, you know how they say don't quit because tomorrow might be the day? Like, bro, like, that shit means, like, that shit is serious. Like, not patient for a period of time, but it is them times where you want some now or never shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that's like, it's all in moderation, I guess, if that's the right word. But yeah, man, patience is a motherfucker, man. Straight up. And like intentions is a motherfucker too. Right. Because like a motherfucker true intentions will come out after, you know, a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Man, so tell the people what you got going on now, man. Um, Man, we got a lot of shit going on Um. Uh, Enterprise Click, Perico's Enterprise, uh, just working with artists and then just building up my indie catalog. Like, I'm really trying to, like, on some real shit. Like, it might sound crazy, but I'm trying to build up my catalog to a million a month. Right. You know it can what I'm happen, saying? bro. It can happen. And, um, and then uh, Blue T-shirt, uh, uh, clothing brand that I just started. Like, I don't consider it merch. Like, it's like a full fashion brand. Like, I got fucking coffee tables coming out. Uh, all type of different clothes and shit coming out. We about to just hurricane for the 2022. So blue t-shirt. Um, we going crazy with that. I wrote a couple scripts. I'm in a couple movies, uh, short films. Uh, fucking, I'm a partner in a water company, Urban Water. I'm gonna mm -hmm. send y'all a, okay, uh, we do deliveries on Wednesday. So uh, Urban Water, I'm a partner in that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my boy Gordon. You know what I mean? Um, Bonham Bunk LA. It's a new shoe store that just opened on Friday on Melrose. Um, Melrose and um, Sierra Bonita, right across from CVS. Mm -hmm. um, my guy Cole brought me into that. And it's basically a uh, Bonham Bunk. He another dude that did time in prison and shit. He just got out from doing eight about a year ago, too. You know what I'm saying? And um, like a, a, you know, a, a part of the proceeds, well, a part of the profits, a part of the net goes to... Uh, helping people that's getting out of prison transition back into society and into the community and into life. Mm -hmm. You know that's what I mean? Because uh, I feel like, like the jail shit, like once you go to jail, you just like a throwaway. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you get out, then you got to deal with a PO that's telling you get a job or I'm fucking sending you to jail. And it's like, and Aubrey, do you know who I am? Like, in my life, like, even if I'm trying to change, like, I don't have any skills. I didn't learn nothing in prison. You know what I mean? It's a whole different world, prison to real life, especially if you're a repeat offender. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's set so, up for you to go back. Right. Exactly. So it's really, it's really no help. You know what I'm saying? And I be telling people all the time, you might not end up like me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck it was with me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, I, I understand and I feel for for uh, for uh people and I know how difficult it is like getting out and not knowing what the fuck to do, you know what right. I'm saying? And then dealing with the pressure of, if you got kids, your girl, like, all right, you made a mistake and went to prison. But like nobody, especially being a man, like don't nobody give a fuck about your mental or where you at or what you really got going on. It's, what can you do for me right now? We don't get, so what? We don't give a fuck. And then you get to that point where you got to go back to what you know and you end up back in jail. Oh, we washed our hands with him. Fuck him. He done. He's stupid. You know what I'm saying? So um, Bottom Bunk LA, come support. We got all the 
every shoe that you could think of, all the latest shit, old shit, vintage shit, everything. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, you know, it's cheaper than everything in the area. You know what I'm saying? It's not cheap, but cheaper. That's right. Everything. That's shit, man, you got the perfect name for your company, man. Enterprise. You Enterprise, man. man. Shout out Whitey's Enterprise. You know what I'm saying, my aunt. You know what I mean? That's right. That's where we, you know, that's where we uh taking the game from. We just ain't selling no dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure you selling and you selling water, man. That's something that, yeah. that, that motherfuckers need. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers go drinking. Everybody drinking yeah. water, dog. That that shit, man. Where do you get your business acumen from, man? I'm hustling, Just like being, dope, huh? being up under the like the right homies. Like I think I like when I got you know inducted, joined the gang. You know what I'm saying? When I like made my transition into the gang, like the homies that was around that was big time homies was also big time hustlers. Mm -hmm. And that's like, bro, that's rare as fuck. Like, even he said it, that's rare in the streets. Like, it's either a nigga that get money, yeah, that's the homie get money, he a bitch though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or it's the crazy homie and he broke as fuck, he got money for a pistol, some bullets, mm -hmm. and he pressing niggas and exactly. he on his way back to jail. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I got up under the homies that got, that's smart and gangster. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, my granny, my grandmother, like, she was a hustler. Like, we had phones in the house, tarot card reading shit and all that. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Selling bootleg tapes and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I always knew, like, she also had a job and she worked hard as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to work. I don't want to slave for nobody. Like, uh, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was just like, just a gang of different shit that created me, I guess. But I just always knew that I'm, I'm never getting a, a job ever in my life. I never felt out an application anywhere. When you don't want to be a slave, nigga, you get that hustle mentality. Yeah. You have to quick. become your own boss God when you damn don't want right. a job. You got to figure it out. Fuck that shit. You yeah. did that shit. Yeah. I salute you. So it's like, and we still working on it. You know what I mean? It ain't perfect, but uh, like, you know, I done snapped up out of uh, certain shit. Like, keeping nigga out of prison. Yeah. You feel I, me? Yeah, motherfucker, like, always had this hustle. And then, like, what held me back sometimes is my heart for my homies and shit. Like, mm -hmm. I done held myself back for years, like, trying to have niggas catch up to what I'm on, but not even realizing, like, it's a it's it's become it's a struggle for a reason. Like a nigga not even supposed to be in this scenario. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. um now that the motherfucker didn't let like shit like that go, man, my wings is like spread wide. Like, you know how they say eagles fly along, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um I just know like it's it's millions on millions in the horizon and you know. Yeah, hearing you talk, we man. We're going to spread that shit around still. I'm still going to spread it around. You know, hearing you talk, man, you know, with your entrepreneurial spirit and everything, man, it reminds me of what Nip was doing, man. Like, you know, just seeing brothers out there, and I think that's real powerful when you see brothers, man, out there building their own businesses up. Right. And that means, because for every building business that you open, you're giving another brother opportunity. Yeah, You're giving sure. this man an opportunity. You feel what I'm saying? You're yeah. giving people, and I think it's important that we do that and we go out and support. And this is one thing I'm going to tell you all out there. When y'all go to this man's shops, 
And if y'all see a pair of shoes that y'all wanted to say $75 on to get a man his money, because I'm going to tell you, I watched us. We were walking to Foot Locker and everywhere else. We are walking to Gucci, Foot fuck Locker, Gucci, Gucci Louis, and, and they tell you it's, grand if they shit. $500 sandals, you pay it proudly and Real brag quick. about it and go show your receipt on Instagram and everybody else. But they'll walk up in our shit, bro. And turn around and walk and out. And walk out. Oh, man, crazy. it's too high. Can I get this for this? And they don't understand. Everything has a cost and a percentage added on to it for a reason, because you got to pay rent out that shit you gotta yeah. pay employees and all kind of shit so the price is the price man just tell these motherfuckers support your people and shit yeah, that go back to James that go back to what I was shit. saying earlier like niggas is not designed to like niggas or support niggas you know what I'm saying like it just been like that you know what I'm saying so my whole shit never really been like hey man support my shit nigga or woo woo let me just make like the dopest shit that I can make like, and you got it in the right area you said you got one out there um, off of Melrose? Yeah, Melrose. Off of, uh, yeah, Sierra Bonita and Melrose. See, you in the right area over there because people over there, bro, they come in there, they go spend money. And we got the blue t-shirt shop on the way to, oh, Broadway Boxing Gym. So me, D Smoke, and David Gross just bought Broadway Boxing Gym on 108th and Broadway. No shit. Um, yeah, that's where that's I, good. uh, that's pretty oh, much where I, I where I transition like my um, yeah, from my club. Huh? I transition my life up under there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With a you know couple homies and shit was uh you know around that time. But uh yeah, we got that building now. You know what I mean? And it should be uh back opening and functioning by the top of the year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna let kids and community come in there? It's train? all about the community and the kids. That's you know dope, I mean? man. Yeah. That's dope. Had them little cats in there, man. man they got issues with each other. They catch their face. In that building every year for Christmas. Yeah, and we about to we about to bring that whole energy back to that area. Cause where I'm from is like, I be saying, I'm gonna say it every time I get a chance to talk, like, bro, it's a desert over we my hood, like not like other hood, like West Side hoods and other hoods, like the community is wrecked. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers from my era and a little bit over and a little bit under is supposed to be the niggas with the influence and guiding shit right now. But it's all out of order. Niggas is smoked out or niggas is stretched out or niggas is dead or niggas ain't got their fucking mind or just, just gave up. You know what I'm saying? Or the hate shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's hard for shit to come together. And you know, I, um, I realize that, you know what I'm saying? And I see that, you know what I'm saying? And I, that's why, that's why I still come around and fuck around because I, I just feel like it'll be selfish of a nigga not to, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it might just be that one young nigga that could, that's going to fucking change the world and he don't know, don't have no guidance, right? And it might not be me walking up to him and talking to him. It might be me driving by in the bins. Like, damn, that's G right there. You know what I'm saying? Or damn, G was just right here. Oh, shit. Like, this shit could really... You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they, they gotta see you, man. But the thing is, nowadays, man, the hate is so fucking bad, dog. But it like, been like that. Like it's I just hate, man. Like, like yeah, I jumped yeah, off the yeah. porch. Yeah, I mean, this shit is fucked up, have, man. I mean, shit. Since, since I can, since I can, remember. it was way more violent. Yeah. I think it's way less violent, but it's just it was heated back farm. in our days, James. It was heated uh, back in our days. Was that's when you really had to show you was with the business. Exactly. These days. Yeah. You know, the loyalty and the respect ain't there. You know, these young cats feeling like... Nobody grew up together. Let me just kill this motherfucker. It ain't no... 
knuckling up and just, you know, going in the blind and handling their business. It's all about a pistol. Niggas ain't coming playing around. You know what I'm saying? They're not respecting the big homies. Half of these cats don't understand the history of their hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if the homies smoked out. This motherfucker made it a way where I can stand right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you got to at least respect them for that. You know what I'm saying? Whether he want to get his shit together or not. But I know how to fuck with him. And that's what we need to learn. We're not getting that. But going back to the hood, ain't nothing wrong with going back to the hood. This is my turf. This is my grounds. And I'm going to respect this shit. And a lot of people don't understand that. It's just respect once you once you get in the hood from leaving Beverly Hills. Nigga, I'm showing up because this is where I'm from. Niggas don't relate to that. Right. They on they'd be on some other shit. But my intentions can be one thing. It takes one nigga to change my whole perspective. You know what I'm saying? And I shouldn't have to go to the hood to be approved that I'm with the business. Or I do you if you think you're gonna do me like that. So it's I say when you make it and you get it, it's not an everyday thing to go in the hood. No, nah, not every day. Yeah, it's, it's, you slide through that motherfucker, slide out. Because it's somebody that's feeling a certain kind of way because they didn't get picked up. Yeah, it got to be strategic and win intent. Because it's a lot, I see it all the time. Like, it's a lot of people like, that nigga? I'm way more than this. I'm way on the fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers do be jealous of right. a success or even a or even a love. I done seen niggas, I done seen niggas mad at niggas and try to fuck a nigga whole world off because nigga, more people showed up to this nigga birthday yeah. event. Exactly. And it was yeah. more so love. Shit, the crazy you know what I'm saying? Shit. And this shit didn't go as expected. I done seen That's that. Real you know what I mean? Don't let a right. chick choose you and, and he think this chick like him. Niggas I done seen that too. Terrible. Niggas is running a whole fuck this nigga campaign. And I don't I'm say all it niggas, takes is a niggas broad. Let me, let me oh, tell I'm you, Nora. And I say this, and I and I'm and it's 100. That's how the hood is. You know it's what I'm saying? It's designed like that. It, and we all thought like that at a certain at a certain point in our life. And just being in the hood, banging, just just everything that, that you see in the hood, we did it because we live that life. You know what I'm saying? It's only get fucked up when you try to change and try to make your way out of the hood. That's when all the, the grimy shit come. You know what I'm saying? When niggas try to knock down your character, what type of nigga, your, your G status. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. Nick, you, got a, you got a million niggas trying to kill a giant. For sure. But if you that solid nigga, they can't kill you. Because that clown ain't gonna come in your face and say that shit. It's just gonna be words and memories. And and that's where them niggas need to keep it. But, you know, stand up and be solid with, with the ones that's solid. Yeah, and that's what you rock and fuck with. Fuck everything else. We are all worse. right. Yes, you know, it's just like, that's why I don't take nothing personal. Like right. if I hear a nigga, all right, boom, it, it really ain't your fault because you don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? And once you, once you learn something, you'll get better. You know what I'm saying? Nigga probably walk up and be like, damn man, woo woo. Like ain't nobody really, ain't nobody never disrespected me in my face or said no disrespectful shit in my face. But I hear it though. You know what I'm saying? All the time. But you know, I, I don't even get mad no more. I used to, but I had to realize, like, damn. 
These niggas don't know no better. I even then caught like fuck that nigga, bitch ass nigga. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, yeah, we gonna hear that shit. Yeah, but fuck yeah, all them negative guests, man, because you, you right. know that's just a testament to you doing your things. Nah. Whenever you shining, dog, that's yeah. when the hate comes. And you shine harder. You buy, yeah, you shine harder. Get more shit cracking. You know what I'm saying? That means you shining because sure. if they talking about you, that means you popping, man. And we definitely there for you, man. Whatever, whatever you need from us, man, and all your ventures, man. man we here. Get something cracking, man. Yeah, we're gonna. Turn some this shit up, man. Million you know dollars a month, man, yeah, on bro, every angle. Sure. So that's like five million a month. You know what I mean? You heard what we gonna live said? it up. A, a million a month. There and that's what go. we're trying to get to. And we want to thank y'all for tuning in, man. You know, G Perico, man, thanks for coming to sit in the concrete couch, man. man. Thanks for having me, man. I watch this shit all the time. You for know? sure, so, man. We try to get official with this shit. You know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we need, because you know, it ain't too many cats we can call like you to come on here, man. Because like you said, you gotta, you know, when we we do the show, man, we try to do our research on who we bringing on here, dog, so it could be stay authentic and valid. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Stay authentic and valid, Nigga, man. We only want no uh we only want too many. Don't sugarcoat it, Dad. I'm just saying. No, we don't sugarcoat. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cause you can nah, find nigga out. gotta keep the brand strong, man. Yeah, 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 you gotta be dealing with a gang of 40 motherfuckers, cause they be yeah. calling like a motherfucker trying to get on the show. Nigga gotta yeah. keep the brand strong. Still to call, still call me and Jays and still to be like, man, hey, what you think about so and so on the show? I be like, man, fuck that fuck nigga. That nigga in the I gotta call an like, ass, man, because it gotta stay What the fuck that nigga's done did? Well, I'm like, I'm like young over here. I ain't mad at nobody. This is the gangster chronicle. Yeah, exactly. So, fuck these, uh, you know, fuck these niggas. That hey, just, but what right. about this, though? But think about this. Like, it's some niggas is square. Like, it's, is it gangster to be square? It oh, might yeah, be gangster to keep niggas, it square. See, we cover all elements of gangsterism. So as we long might as have an attorney. True, right? Yeah, we exactly. might have right, an attorney right, square right, right. motherfucker on here. We may, yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. we may have an attorney on here. Shit. Yeah. We had Sammy the Bull on the show, and he's the epitome. And he's the epitome. How many niggas he kill? He killed a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Like, he like admitted to like said, killing I mean, like 30 yeah. motherfuckers. And he admitted yeah, to killing he, some niggas. He that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Oh, 14? Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. That's, that's what, what he admitted, admitted to, to killing 14. And he probably killed about 30 more. That nigga's a psycho. Buried and like a motherfucker. Bodies are still buried, nigga. He said he was kept 100. He said, man, John Gotti was about to do me in. I didn't have no choice but to say something. Nah, look. Niggas like that, bro. Like, I remember my uncle, like, I'm like, man, he like, man, you still doing your shit? I said, I'm good, Unc, I'm scared. I told him straight like that. He said, man, that's good, man. Like, that you saying that, you got to watch niggas that ain't scared of nothing. Like, yeah, that's man, real that nigga shit. was going to flip on anybody anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not saying I know the nigga or nothing, like, you know, but, like, niggas like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we got homies that's like, you know what I'm saying? The boy boy was like one of them stone cold niggas, but he was like the biggest. But at the end of snitch. the day, and his whole thing is to save his ass. Exactly. Save his ass. And and that's what thing that goes through the hood, that ticket. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga can get a ticket and put it in his pocket and cash it in when he wants to, don't let him be the motherfucker they saying they finna give 40, 50 years to. Cause he gonna be the one. Man, check this out. <laughs> I can help you, and that's how the story is. Is that's how it go? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people don't need to be surprised. You know, when a nigga back is against the wall and looking at the rest of his life, he gonna be like, "Fuck this." 
I'll go move to Idaho. Move me to Idaho. Move me to Denver. And I go somewhere else and start. But now with- niggas coming back to the hood. Like, I'm going to just be on this block now. No. No. And 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 that's another thing. Paper is is the key to everything. I'm, I I ain't gonna get to talking on this motherfucker, but paper is the key, and paper was the key way back in the days. But it has it. Had, paper has been translated to. It, it, I don't give a fuck now. To a motherfucker just saying something, and it's like that's what I tell people, you know, because not to just sound like the oldest nigga in the motherfucking universe, but back then, if you accused a nigga of something, you better had your facts. Gather. You or just couldn't. Your head you just couldn't just go out and just talk about no man and say a nigga was this and that because. But that's why I say when it was real. Yeah, you when just couldn't real, do that. You ain't finna do me like that and then come and kick it in the hood. Talk about you ready to roll the dice, right. nigga? You gonna get shot in the back of your motherfucking head, and everybody gonna get up and walk away. Nobody <laughs> know nothing. But they don't. It ain't like that no more. I mean. Niggas, you see niggas taking pictures with the police with hamburgers and and and, and milkshakes and shit and just chilling. And then you see the caption, what you think he finna do? Fuck you think he finna do. So is that that's the that's the way of the world today. You that's the way but that's it. I mean, niggas just world. gotta keep it solid. Keep yeah, it solid. That's it. You ain't got to worry about the dumb shit. Keep it solid. Don't bring Mind nothing business, new. Man. Don't bring nothing keep old. Keep moving. That's what I said. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing and keep and stick with the ones that you know that's solid. Yeah. And you'll never have this situation or that situation in front of you ever. Yeah, some real shit, man. Well, man, we definitely appreciate you, man. And we go post some um, links to all your spots too in the description, man. Yeah, so y'all yeah. can go support this brother right here. And there we go, G Perico, and we signing off. We hustle. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Y'all yeah. motherfuckers have a happy Thanksgiving out there. Happy some shit. Hey, right, November twenty seventh, we at the L Ray Theater. Pull up. Well, that concludes another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. Be sure to download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles podcast. For Apple users, find that purple mic on the front screen of your phone, subscribe to the show, leave a comment, and a rating. Executive producers for the Gangster Chronicles are Norm Steele, James McDonald, and Aaron MCA Taylor. Our visual media director is Brian Wyatt. Show's audio editor is Taylor Hayes. The Gangster Chronicles is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. Any questions or comments, hit us up. The Gangster Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Peace. Be safe out there. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.